Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Bad note, but it's a cool note. Final day of the middle. Barrett's going to have this gigantic show from noon to three, and then Big Sales takes over from three to six. This all starts next week, and um, it's a good Smooth Friday. transition. Smooth yeah, transition. but guess what? Hey, dude, you still have to come on, man, once a week. You have to find a spot for us because, man, even your mom came on the afternoon show yesterday. She goes, I missed you. And I'm like, I missed you too. I go, my wife, we, we were just talking. I told um, I told my wife because Bear's going through some personal stuff. And I was, I texted him. I said, she goes, who are you texting? I go, Barrett. She's like, wow. <laughs> Say with me, You're bro. not trolling for one of those Twitter or Facebook pretend chicks? And I, and I go, <laughs> I go, no, man, you know, I'm actually like, you know, I really like the guy. He's like, why? He goes, well, because he and I kind of have the same stories. And plus, I admire the guy because he's a 10-plus guy and he's got great family. And, I, yeah, it's kind of sad. But, you know what, I can't wait to see you out there, too, when we get out there to Oceans during the draft, dude, right? No question, man. No question, man. And, um, you know, like I said, like even my mom, man, she said, well, she called me and said, well, I'm going to log on to Dan. I said, yes, by all means. I said, that's my dude. She said, you really like him, don't you? I'm like, yeah, we get along, don't we? We really do get along. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm so glad Barrett didn't go on the internet and do what everyone else does. And, Damn, this mother, he said some shit. And, I, <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? Hey, let me tell you, Barrett. You know what Xander says? Xander goes, damn, dude. You're not a racist. No shit, dude. <laughs> no, don't believe everything that's on the internet. Just don't believe it, dude. I mean, people. Bro, at the end of the day, you have to. You you go you go on, man, and you and don't believe what everybody says. You know what I'm saying? Go on and see, see with your own eyes, man. That's why yeah. I like. To, that's why I like to describe stuff so, so people can see exactly what I'm talking about. When I'm breaking down stuff, they see exactly what I'm talking about. They're like, oh, oh yeah. So when you go to the water cooler at work. You'd be like, you know what? You don't have to say Barrett said this, but you can say if you look at it, it was covered too because I saw the two high safeties up top, and then you see the corner sitting there. When I say they squat, you see them just sitting there instead of you know um, uh, dropping back. I mean, those are all things that I try to make sure that you guys see as we're doing it. So I, 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 I'll, I'll show you better than I can tell you. You know what I'm saying? So um, my mom was like, "Well, I like, I like, I like Dan." She, she didn't call you Big Sue. She says, "I like Dan." <laughs> I'm like. Oh, you mean Big Seals? He's like, yeah, yeah, I like, I like Dan. <laughs> man, I love your family, man. And, you know, man, we've been thinking of you too here. So let's get into some stuff. We're only going to go an hour today, folks. So um, we're going to get a lot of stuff here wrapped in here. So I'll keep you up to date on what's going on. You know, you got a lot going on in your life here. But Stefan Gilmore yeah, signed a two-year contract. Hold on a second, hold on a second. I'm, I'm just going to keep it 100. My mother-in-law passed away. That's why, you know, he says, that, you know, my mother-in-law passed away last week. So I've been going through everything, trying to get everything done. And my mother, uh, my father-in-law, he passed away five years ago. And he's a Marine. And, you know, I want my mother-in-law to be buried over the top of him. And um, their son passed away 10 years ago. And they have an urn for him. And I got to go through the proper clearance because he's buried in a military graveyard so you got to go through all these clearances to get stuff done you know you can't just all right i'm just gonna bury my mom there you can't do it that way so that's what i'm doing that's what i had to work out yesterday i'm working out today so we're only doing an hour today but i appreciate you big seals my boy hit me up with a text hey bro you okay i'm like that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about <laughs> hey man you know what hey 
dude, I just more than just a work friend. Hey, dude, no, no way, man. I mean, we're we're from the same brotherhood now, man. Right, I mean, right, right. isn't it something about you know, Bert? We always say this, and you hear people with those cliches out there that what do you miss the most about the game? And you know what, man? I miss the most being with the fellas, and I miss my friends just being with them on a day to day basis. Yes. You know, it's just being maybe Bert. Those locker rooms, they may never be what people think when it's a microcosm of society because in those locker rooms, you know what I feel? I feel free. I could say yes. whatever I want. I can talk any way I want because you're going to be automatically put on blast if you say something stupid in a locker room or you're going to be in a debate with someone. Somebody does something that maybe aggravates someone else. Man, there's going to be no pretense. People are going to put you on. Man, that's bullshit. That ain't that ain't how I think. And exactly. you're going to have it's a great it's a great melting pot. And I think in my career when I first started, I took some of that Barrett, and I wanted people to think, well, this is how we talked in the locker room, and that wasn't really set up for society. And that's Whoa. why the shit that I said when I was earlier in my career. Hey, man, it's not that I'm being a fraud today. But I got to be smarter in society because a lot of snowflakes can't handle the truth. They can't handle how you and I talk in a locker room, man, or we build these kingships up and these friendships up. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a different world. There's nothing like being in a locker room, either in high school. I mean, even if some of you have been in high school locker rooms, then you get into college locker rooms, then you get clearly in a pro locker room. That's a different dynamic because you got high charge dudes in them rooms, man. Yeah, you, just, got, yeah. you got alphas in there, alpha males in there, you know, and you know, just like you know, it's 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 a brotherhood, but it's a serious brotherhood, man. Just like you fight your real Life brother, fight. your blood brothers, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. fight them, you fight guys on you know team. I mean, it's just a different environment, and that's why I say all the time, man. Sports cross all barriers, man. And when you're in a locker room, there's almost nothing that's that's you know that's 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 not being discussed in there. You know, I mean, little things to to the biggest things in the world. You know, um, politics. I mean, you you name it, religion, Race, religion, race, politics. You you name it gets talked about in a locker room because we feel as though it's an open platform. You know what I'm saying? We can we right. can we can you can and we can also take care of things inside that locker. We'll take you to the green. You know, say hey we hey we we. we Oh yeah, I make this happen, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. And your voice the next day. Exactly. You gotta be. You gotta dude, be. You can be in a fist fight. I've been in wrestling matches and fist fights with dudes. Next day, well, hey man, I'm sorry. Hey man, it's all good. We're boys. Your you know, boy, you're, dude. Your nowhere boy. in the planet could you beat the yep. shit out of somebody and go, "Hey, we're boys, man. It's all good." Still, <laughs> me and Daniel Stubbs, your boy. Me and Daniel Stubbs, man. Me and Stubbs fought. Every other day during one on ones, because number come one, on, Brooks, what are you doing there? Yeah, man? yeah, come on now, Brooksy. He was a he was an older guy. I'm a rookie. He was an older veteran guy. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to have things his way. I was young and dumb, trying to fight my way uh, and get my respect on the team. I was starting left tackle, and you know we went about going about our business. You know what I'm saying? I think Ray Rose, you know, because Ray Rose was one of the veteran coaches. You know, so as far as been in the league a long time, Ray Rose used to tell Daniel, hey. Go kick his ass a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Get him out because he he's he he ain't focused right now. Go out there and make him focus. And he would I think he would initiate that between Stubbs and myself, you know what I'm saying? Because he knew that I needed something to get me going, and Stubbs would always be the one. So me and Stubbs fought like cats and dogs, man. But that was my dog, that was my boy, man. That was man, my we boy. We used to get on his ass in practice because <laughs> Butchie. Because Butchie and Jimmy loved Stubbs. I mean, loved him. And so Jimmy's first wife's name was Linda Kay. And I used to call him Stubby Kay. <laughs> <laughs> I go, Stubby Kay. And here's how Butch, you know, because Butch had that high arc. Hey, Stubby Kay. How you doing, Stubby? <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, man. Some of the stupidest shit. Every time I saw, hey, Stubby K, I saw you out there. You and Jimmy hanging out, huh? Man, must be nice. What do you guys do? Have dinner together at night? What does he do? She make a plate for you, too? I bet you got a bedroom at Jimmy's house. <laughs> right, 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 right. Ah! Oh, man, it's so much fun, man. All right. So, Stefan Gilmore is now a proud member of the Indianapolis Colts two-year contract. And he's now off the free agent market. 
supposedly one of the deals, one of the Howie Roseman deals was a prove-it deal. There was a one-year offer on the table, and they were kicking tires on Stefan, but he took the deal with the years and more signing bonus money, so he's a member of the Colts. Colts ended up losing a corner. Yeah, they said. Um, um, yeah, they said um, former uh, Temple Temple Owl. Um, what's the name? Rock Rock um, Oh, I, I forget his name, but he you know he he was pretty good, man. Rock was pretty so good. They they had the former Defensive Player of the Year from 2019. You know, you know, Barrett, Why why in the world? What what's what's the hang up with free agency? This it it. W- is it a trend that he, Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Eagles, just doesn't like free agent, or does he do it in particular years where he doesn't think a market is strong for free agents? Because this team could have improved itself with numerous guys that signed with other ball teams. It You could probably put, would you agree, you could probably put an all-star team together with some pretty good guys in their mid-20s, late-20s, early-30s, you could have put an all-star team together where players could have really made an impact on the Philadelphia Eagles. Why Howie's reluctance to really get involved in free agency? This year, uh, you know what, this is... Does it go by years for him? Does he get active sometimes? Or is this now... He's, he's usually always active. It. He's usually always... I'm not going to lie to you, Dad. He's usually always active. He's usually always trying to, you know, get okay. in and 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 and... and, and make a free agent splash. You know what I'm saying? That's how he's kept his job all this time because he's brought in key free agents, you know, that have played better than his draft picks. His draft picks didn't play well, and he's, you know, that's how he's really made their hey. That's why they won the, the Super Bowl because he brought in key free agents, guys like LeGarrette Blunt, uh, uh, Chris Long. You know, those type of guys came in were definitely um, factors as far as playing. This year, I don't know what the heck is going on. I mean, what what – I, I don't understand the direction until after the draft. I still won't know because it's almost as though they have to go out there and 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 get a corner right now. I mean, it's, it's almost a must that they get a high um, a high draft pick corner uh, unless they really really like the guys they have in that locker room. If they really like the guys they had in that locker room, then those guys would be playing. You know, would have played a lot last year. I don't know if they necessarily have the guys in their in their locker room that play right now. I mean, they did have a fourth rounder um, that they that you know Zach McPherson that played a lot towards the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? He got in a lot during the end of the season. Um, he started that last game, that Dallas game, in place of Nelson. Well, Nelson is gone, so I guess he's the guy you're gonna put in there. Um, other than Zach McPherson, I don't know who else they have there that can come in and give them quality minutes. Um, Craig James has been there for a month of Sundays. They like him. They keep bringing him back, I guess. Mac McLean, the third eh, guy, uh, Tay Goins, eh, Tay Goins, rather. I don't know. Uh, they, when they got last year, they got, um, uh, Josiah Scott from, what was it? Where was he at? He was in Jacksonville. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They don't have a dude. You're naming dudes to me. Well, right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're you're like name. You know what you you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like the 90 man roster going into training camp with guys well, on it. Like you know what I mean? I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in any way motivated when I hear any of these names, man. I just hear and and again, no no shade on these men. And one of them may turn out to be a starter and go play 10 years. Great, right, I, right, but right, right now, if you're rolling it back for what you did a year ago. Man, you didn't beat a playoff team. You didn't beat a successful team last year. And I'm trying to figure out, hey, look, I, I guess you're getting a, one of the weaker schedules again. Okay, maybe that's playing into this here. I just I just don't know where you're going here with this team. It just looks like when you sell a car or a house or a business that you're stripping the thing down, it almost resembles a rebuild. You know well, what I mean, Barrett? Yeah. It looks like. You know, but it looks but like they your said football they were team doing last though. year won four games. Right. They they did. They said they're not doing that. They said they're not rebuilding. Sure looks it. It does look it. And, you know, the big thing here in Philadelphia is is, is been okay then. Matt Carroll's here. He's he's in he's in the building right now. Um, They're walking him through trying to see, you know, is he the guy? Um, Can he be the guy? 
And they're talking about, you know, if he is the guy, they're saying he's, you know, a couple of writers have said they feel as though he might be the best um, quarterback in this draft. What? Where's this coming from? Who Who's breaking this kid down it's to see that? The Eagles want that out. The Eagle, but and, and and Barrett, by the way, before we continue, you do look more D trains, right? You look more Paisan to me today than <laughs> I do. You, you you look like a big old South Philly uh Paisan right. right now. Okay, just and I agree with you, D train. He looks more Paisan than me today. Okay, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Rock is rock is seen. You're right. That, that was him from uh from Temple. Yeah, you're right. Temple but it, but but Barrett, I mean, the Eagles want that out. The Eagles want that out that they had a good interview with them. And that's funny because here's here's the topic here. Let me ask you this here. You think Dak Prescott gets a second contract in Dallas in two years? No. Okay. No. I don't either. There's no way they're paying that guy 50-some-odd million dollars because they got buyer's remorse now. Do you think Jalen Hurts gets a second contract in two years? $40 million. I way, say no. The way it's looking, I'm going to say no. And it's not fair because you people keep saying, all right, um, you're giving this kid another shot. You know what I'm saying? To see what not you have. Really. It's not he's not getting another shot. He I mean he's right now the best that they could field um for their squad right now. You know, this all this talking about, you know, he's 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 gotta prove himself, you know, that he's worth um being the star. No, 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 no. That's just the way the nature of the NFL is. If they could have gotten somebody better than him, they would have. But since they couldn't. They're going to roll with him. Now, is he good enough to be a starter? We'll see. I think he's going to be a starter. He's been starting. This will be his second year starting. He's good enough to compete, Barrett. I don't know if he's good enough to contend, and I think that's where they are. Plus, they are dying to get out of the 1990s Eagles offensive attack, and they want to get in to throwing the ball 38 times instead of running the ball 38 times. That's why they're stripping this thing down. And that leads me to what you said with Matt Corral and all the noise coming out of the Eagle front office now that they really like the kid. Would you rather have it here? Matt Corral is already a better passer than Jalen Hurts. He's already a better passer. That doesn't necessarily mean he's a better quarterback. I'm not saying that, but he's got a better arm. It's a difference. It's a difference. What you're talking about, you know, it's completely different, right? There's it's, it's completely different. When we're talking skill, he's a better passer. That being said, would you rather have a rookie arm and build around an arm that can get to your wide receivers like Devontae Smith, because I'm going to get to him in a second here. Don't you feel that the Eagles, if they really truly want to get to being a passing offense, they're not going to get there with Jalen, dude. They got to get there with a guy who could throw the ball. Doesn't it make more sense for them? Then you get the kid on a rookie contract. You're talking Jalen here, two years. I mean, if he's a starting quarterback of the Eagles, there's no way he's getting a second contract because it's not that he's not good. The Eagles don't want him. They don't want that style in two years. They want a Patrick Mahomes-style quarterback in Philadelphia or a guy that can get Devontae Smith and other wideouts that they're going to potentially draft in the upcoming draft in a couple weeks, the ball. Jalen... His arm is a work in progress, Barrett. Yep. This guy's ready made. What would you rather do? What do you think they're thinking? Well, before we even get into that, let's talk about him having a better arm. But it did, still doesn't change that you still have to read defenses. And this kid can't read defenses either. Can he learn to read defense? We'll see. What he did from 2020 to 2021 was cut down on all the, you know, errant passes, all the interceptions, all the gimmies that he, you know, he had that year. Came into this year a lot more focused. That was Kiffin. Kiffin. Yeah, so Kiffin, you know, made him kind of ready to go in and play. He played a, a, a more sound game. Does that mean he could come in the NFL and be a guy that's going to read, you know, defenses better? No, it's not saying that. He might not read defense better than uh, Jalen Hurts. Agreed. Or that he might, but he, at this point, he has a more live arm. Put it like that, he has a more live arm. Now the difference between Jalen Hurts' arm and his arm, all right, he's he's a, he's a stronger passer. But we're talking about Jalen, who's working through all his iniquities right now and becoming what we think. Well, I think he's going to be a better passer than he was last year. I, he's oh, told oh, that. Yeah, he's told that. 
I, I think he's going to be better. I just don't think they have enough people around him to help get him where they need to get him. Well, there's the problem. There's the problem. And I think it's going to be longer of a process with the dudes. You know, you know the guys you were naming on defense? You were naming guys. Well, yeah. kind of that offensive huddle are guys. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of guys on this team, just guys. A lot you of know, guys. A lot, I mean, a, lot, a lot of guys here. Hey, Kerry Vincent Jr. Kerry Vincent Jr. He, they they traded for him last year from Denver in that trade. He didn't see the field except on special teams. Um, you know, guys like that, you, you're just not gonna get. You're not gonna get that high powered. All right, I'm gonna lock down this half of the field with those type of DBs. But you can go out there in this draft and get that because. You're at right at 19 and I mean 18 and 15. There'll be a cornerback there. If you're thinking about not going with 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 Hertz, I don't think anybody in this draft right now is better than Hertz right now. But you got a guy like Pickett who has shown that he can go out and read defenses a little better than you know everybody else in this draft class. Even now, Barrett, when you say that, I, I I think they're most of these quarterbacks have a better arm than than Jalen. I don't think they're better quarterbacks than Jalen because no, they're like not. Yeah, a exactly. couple minutes ago, exactly. it's two different things, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. But see, me and you were looking at it like football players, how he's looking at it like a baker. Yeah. Let's get the dough here. Let's get the icing here. And he cuts it and could he could, this has been his problem, Barrett. He cookie cuts everything and he thinks everything has a lane. You and I go like this, just like a golfer swing. Tell me this. What did there's guys that block in the offensive line that have their own style on doing a reach block. You don't really try to overcoach that. As long as the guy gets the results, you're not going to try to overcoach that. Well, how he looks at a guy like this, well, he's in this lane here. Hey, it's like calling you a backup your whole career. Right, right. You're here. You're there. Well, you and I will go, hey, that guy can ball. He just needs reps. Yep. Okay, yep. I don't really care how he gets there. Like Jim Furyk's got one of the worst swings in the history of golf, but yet he's won major championships. Right. <laughs> and why would you try to change that if you have success? Well, when you're looking at some of these guys, don't try to change what they're doing. Try to elevate what they're doing. And how you do that is, does he need more help? I mean, somebody asked me if Tom Brady were on the Eagles, would the Eagles win 11 games? Yeah, because Brady's one of those quarterbacks back in the day that could take Amendola and Edelman and turn those guys like Welker into stars. When Brady couldn't do it anymore, Barrett, he pulled the ripcord and said, I got to go to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in Tampa. I'll bring Gronk with me here. He needed, because he knew he was starting to lose that ability to make all those players around him better. Jalen's not in that category where he's going to make players better yet. He's still got to figure out how to read defenses. So, the offensive system that they have, wouldn't you rather just go with a guy that can throw the ball better? I mean, Gardner Mitchell, I know it was the Jets. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too much into that because it's the Jets and the Jets were terrible last year, especially defensively. They just hired a coach too that supposedly that was his forte. And they were worse than the year previous. But Mitchell went in and the receivers in the tight end had they had their best game of the year in that game. And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of what Nick Sirianni coaches. He coaches that kind of style. I look at Devontae Barrett, and I'm going to throw this in here. So Tyreek Hill leaves Patrick Mahomes, and Devontae Adams leaves Aaron Rodgers. You think those guys are really going to have the same success um, with Derek Carr? Devontae Adams may. But do you really think Tyreek Hill is going to have the same success that he had with Mahomes? No, not even close. That, that he's going to get with Tua? Michael Irvin said it the other day. I ain't leaving Mahomes or Rodgers if I'm a whiteout. I'm not leaving those dudes. The, the point is, there's got to be a guy that can get him the ball, and I just don't know how fast Jalen Hurts is going to progress. And I'll tell you what. But see, that's Devontae Smith may never reach his potential because of – that slow putt in the development of Jalen. I know I went too long here on that, but no, 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 you're not. But it's it's not that. It's that but see, I I tend to differ from you and most people when it, when it comes to what they want to bring in. What they want to bring in might not be feasible for what's 
out there and the talent that's available to him. Matt Carroll is not, and let me say it is not. Pickett is not. He absolutely is not. Malik Willis is not. Um, what you would say is a good quarterback class. These guys are not up to par that I've seen to come in and be like a Burrow, to be like a Josh Allen. They're not even on that level. And right now, if we go out there and get a quarterback in the first round, do we really think we're going to get the – it'll be just like last year's draft. Last year's draft was horrible for quarterbacks. Nobody did a damn thing. I agree. You know so it'll be worse this year with the talent that's on the board for this year. Now, if you go out and get a quarterback like Matt Carroll, if he'd have got drafted last year, he'd have still been the sixth quarterback, the seventh quarterback in the draft. You look at these quarterbacks, they would not have been up to par with the guys from last year. So you're going to go out and get a, a, a quarterback, the best quarterback in this draft, and these guys wouldn't even be a top five quarterback in last year's draft, but you expect this guy to come in and give the results of the of a Jer Burrow or or – or, or 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 an Allen or a Patrick Mahomes. No, it's just not feasible. You can't keep on reaching like that. The same thing with Carson Wentz's draft. The exact same thing. Those are the two best quarterbacks, golf and Wentz. Wentz showed a little something, won 13 games, almost, you know, however many games they won, on their way to a Super Bowl. Then after that, he flatted, you know, just stunk after that. He's been stinking. You look at you could golf. That draft was horrible. Nobody in that draft did anything. This will be the same thing. So people need to get up off this, all right, we need a guy that get... – no, these guys, I'm not saying they suck. But your expectation of them coming in and being a great quarterback is nil. Nil. I, I, I look at Matt Corral and I look at Kenny Pickett and I see what you see. Right. Okay, I I, I do. I, I, I see what you see. However, I will put this – Okay, but I also see that those dudes clearly have better arms than Jalen. And that's what the organization is looking at. They're looking, they're looking, they're looking for somebody. I mean, how, how are you going to, you you really think that Devontae Smith is going to get and reach his full potential with Jalen? I believe they could, they could get, he could reach his potential if they keep playing a game in which like look all right for instance for instance you have basically the same guy as Dak and Dak was able to reach his potential because he had guys around him that helped him become a better quarterback you know what I'm saying like he has an arm that's good enough you put Dak in our system that we have right now and Dak can run this system you put Hertz in Dallas He'd be signing a contract like Dak right now because hmm. they had so much talent around him that it was hard not to be able to go out there and be successful. It was hard not being able to have CeeDee Lamb running wide open when you got a running game you can hand off to uh, to, to, to Pollard and Ezekiel um, Elliott. You can hand the ball off to them, and they can give you quality yards, which means you're going to take that guy out of the box. I mean, those are all things that you have to think about when you're playing against that Dallas offense. They were good in the run game, and they were good in the passing game because of the run game. If you have – this coaching staff needs to understand that they have the potential. If they keep evolving as an offense, you cannot stick a round peg in a square hole. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, blown away that everybody's expecting Jalen to be, um, you know – Patrick Mahomes, no, he's not Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not Allen. But he is Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts took that offense and ran that offense great. Now, another year under his belt, he's going to run it even better. They'll have even more success. But I'm not seeing the reason why you're going to go out and get a quarterback from this draft when they all are, 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 are subpar players. And that's all I'm saying. I'm like, Wow, I mean, why go out there and get Matt Carroll? Matt Carroll would have been the fifth. No, Matt Carroll would have been the, the seventh or eighth quarterback even last year. And, and it was a bad crop of quarterbacks last year. None of them did a damn thing, but we're going to go out and get a quarterback in this draft who wouldn't even have got drafted till the seventh quarterback from this last year's draft. To me, it just doesn't make sense. Here, here, let me let me let me let me say this before we go to the timeout here. Um 
I think these quarterbacks that are coming into, you know, they said that about the 79 draft. I went back and looked at some of the comments that people were making about quarterback drafts. And they said the 79 draft would be the worst draft in NFL history. Oh, well, Phil Simms won two Super Bowls and Joe Montana won four. Right. <laughs> I mean, but, but, but Barrett, you're right. I mean, you know, to sit here on April 15th and go like this, hey, you know, these guys, they're, they're, they're just not going we, – we don't know what they're going to be, um, and I agree with 100%. But when you're looking at the skill right now of, of, of Jalen, I'm wondering how the Eagles are looking at him and what his true ceiling is. Let's hit on that. And because, again, I think that's the debate in the building right now. I think the debate in the building right now is that, hey, the number one thing is whether or not this guy is really going to still elevate his game. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Dan Cilio. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Back in three. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. The middle. I'm on this too, by the way. There's Brooks Antonio. Who's got more pressure going? You're playing Toronto, the Sixers are. Um, Embiid or Harden going into the playoffs? Say it again. Who do you think has the most pressure, Embiid or Harden, going into the playoffs in this series against Toronto? I, I guess Toronto. I, I would say 
not even just against Toronto, just the playoffs, period. The majority of the pressure is, I think, is on Harden. Because we know we can win with Embiid. We know Embiid's a boss. But we let two quality players go for Harden, and he hasn't held up his part, his end of the deal. I mean, you know, we, we, we I mean, say what you want to say, Curry, he, he he's basically balling right now. Then you oh, have yeah. you know, the big man. So at this point, Harden is already giving me 12 assists, but I need scoring, man. That's the reason why we brought him in. So Harden has a legacy right now of, 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 of falling short, you know what I'm saying, when he gets into the playoffs or close to the playoffs and when he gets into the playoffs. He disappears. When you're an all-star player like that, you can't afford to disappear. That's when the all-star players get better. That's when you learn to go out there and take control and and, and become a winner. He hasn't learned how to be a winner um, in, in, in the postseason yet. So he has a lot of pressure on him because right now he is he is just the guy that scores a lot of points in the in the during the season, but falls short when it really counts. I would say this to you too. I think Daryl Morey's got some some heat on him. I think he, this is your boy, man. I mean, you know, you found him in OKC. This was the guy who was a sixth man. You kind of invented James Harden in Houston. You bring him. He's your boy. He brings him into Philly. Like you said, you trade an all-star defensive player away. You brought this guy in here. Hey, Daryl, man, this has been your boy, man. This guy's got, like you said, and Beats carried the refrigerator and the weight of the team on his back yes. the entire year. Yes, yes. And he's going to win the Most Valuable Player Award. I saw Stephen three years. The last three years he's done it. Three. Hey, he's put that and, – and you know what? He's been a great leader on the team. Yep. You know, the way he answered it last year about Simmons, the way he answered it at the beginning of the year, I'm not a babysitter, man. I'm not here to babysit men. That's for other people to do, man. I'm here to lead this team. And he went out and balled, man. 30-plus points, scoring champion. You know, you got a chance. I think the Heat and the Bucks are going to be pretty big obstacles and hurdles to overcome for the Sixer team because I don't think they have the perimeter shooting. And against a team like Miami, Barrett, I don't think you have the full-court defense that Eric Spolster implies there with that team. That team plays good team defense, and that's always been a staple. Right, exactly. team. You know what's crazy about Riley? Think about what Riley and what kind of mentality he has and how he builds teams. This guy was the creator of freaking Showtime. What does he do? Then he goes to a half-court team with the Knicks, and all they do is beat you up in a fist fight. They're a half-court team, and now in Miami they've created this, um, this really great organization by playing team defense and perimeter shooting. He's such a great – next to Jerry West, he's the greatest builder of basketball teams. I can't tell you outside of D. Wade, one player he's drafted where I went like this, wow, Pat Riley can't draft. <laughs> right. You, he, he can't. But the one thing he can do, he gets free agents and he gets people to buy into what he's doing. I mean, Riley's – outside of D. Wade – and some of the guys they have on the team now, a couple dudes, not really a superstar draft list that Pat Riley has put together. I think it's right. pretty interesting, though. I can't wait to see what this Sixer team does. All right. Before we get to this topic about Jalen here, how about Kyler Murray? Let me throw this at you here. So Kyler Murray's agent has pulled a deal off the table. Yes. And the Cardinals went like this. We never looked at it. <laughs> hey, hey how's that for you we never looked at it right right so, right hey i mean there's some bad blood going on right now murray sees his style you need to renegotiate my contract now and what i don't like like you and i have both i think agree on this guy's making business decisions during games right that's, and that's the problem it's totally a problem your job is to go out and ball and bitch later, not right. bitch while you're balling. Exactly. I don't exactly. mind, hey, hey Barrett, I don't mind players bitching, just not while you're balling. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Do it off the field. Do it in, you know, behind. You don't need to negotiate your contract on Twitter and shit like that. You don't have to do any of that. But, I mean, 
What do you make? Would you be interested in Kyler Murray? How about this? You send Jalen Hurts to uh, Arizona and you bring Kyler Murray in. Kyler Murray. Would that suffice Howie and Jeffrey Lurie? Well, you virtually bring it in, you know, the same guy with a better arm. Oh, you think he's he you think Jalen Hurts' upside is Kyler Murray? But he has a better arm. He has more live arm. Kyler Murray great, is the better, great. better passer. He doesn't necessarily he doesn't read defense as well either. But when you have a guy like Hopkins, you know, and that gives you the time to play a lot more looser when you have guys like that 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 you can throw the ball up to. And what you know you notice when Hopkins goes out, how that offense, you know, fell by the oh, wayside. Yeah. Oh um, yes. You look at Zach um Zach Ertz, you have guys like that. He made Hurst look good also. You have weapons that'll help you out. It gives you a, a more of a more of a sense that you are you could be more of a complete a complete quarterback when you have weapons to help you be a complete quarterback. When you have just guys, you can't you can't get better. You can't you can't really see what this player is if you just have some guys out there. You just can't. I mean, I played with I, I, I played with some great quarterbacks, and I played with some guys, and some guys will just make you look even worse than what you are. But if you play have a great quarterback, it can make you look very good. But then I've seen guys throw to great receivers, and made this guy look really good, and he was still just a guy. Bobby Hoyne was just a guy, but he was throwing to guys that were really good. And that made him look really good the year before. When you throw in the Urban Fryer, he can make you look really good. He can he can look at he can take you past what you what you are as a quarterback. Offensive coordinator can take you past what you, you know what you really are. That's a lot of what people aren't aren't getting you know to understand either. That's not the system that Jalen Hurts was that was designed to run at the beginning of the year. They wanted to do that read option BS and all. No, you got to work the offense around who you have in that huddle and you just did not have that type of um offense in that huddle the first seven eight games let me ask you this then it it made him a better player as an offensive lineman and you would fit in with this current eagle offensive line very well um what's the style of quarterback Jalen What's does that? Not he said Jalen stink. Jalen does not stink. He doesn't stink. That's that's no, that's, no, a, that's no. an unfair comment right. about Jalen. You just don't see him being Joe Burrow, and I agree with that. I don't see yes. him being Me Joe either. Burrow either. But Me we're either. not saying that. And I'm going to ask you. This I don't see Kenny Pickett being. I don't see Pickett being Joe Burrow either. No, I don't. Or no, Allen. It's fair. I see or him Mahomes. being more like Baker Mayfield. Yes. It, out of that. Out of that. There it is. What's his style? that you prefer blocking guys like Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts or guys like Joe Burrow and Brady? Uh, it was easier to block for a guy like Joe Burrow. Why? Cause you knew exactly where he was going to be. He's not going to deviate from where he's supposed to be. It's hard as hell blocking for a guy like Jalen Hurts. That's going to hold the ball. Like, 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 like Randall Cunningham, who's going to hold the ball. Uh, like, like um, who else? Um, you you name it. Like Big Ben, it was hard blocking for Big Ben. Why? Because Big Ben would hold the ball. He wanted to exhaust every option. He was always hero ball with him because he was so big. It was hard to bring him down. Was that Wentz's demise? Yes, that was Wentz's demise. But when you have a quarterback like Ben, Ben eventually could you know with with three guys draped over him, push the ball down the field. And that's the difference that you know people didn't people didn't really understand about Big Ben. He would hold the ball, hold the ball. We're blocking and blocking and then blocking some more until he learned how to be really Big Ben. And you know, people don't they don't realize how hard it is to to, to play that style of football. If you hold the ball like Jalen, you hold the ball like Murray, when you hold the ball like Patrick Mahomes, it's harder to block them because you don't know where the hell they are. You're blocking a spot in that offense. When you got 322 wide stick nod, the quarterback drops back three steps. The ball's supposed to be out of his hand going to the tight end on the nod route. It's a rhythm pass. If he holds it longer than three – I mean, if he holds it longer than, than, than a second half, two seconds, 
bro, that's usually a sack. And it's not the fault of the offense, but you see the offensive linemen, you know, they, they get the you know the blunt of it because all oh, these guys can't block when they don't understand conceptually that the ball said one, two, three, bow, balls out of his hands, goes goes go to the tight end. But you know, people don't realize that, you know what I'm saying? Like these long developing routes that you run when you go play action, it's hard as hell to block those routes unless you, you have you know, a Barry, it's funny you say that because one thing, like, and you and I watch games the same way. I see it now. You're you're you see you see through the game and you see what all everyone's doing. Yeah. To me, the toughest thing about, I would think, blocking for Ben was Ben tried to create, he would get the ball early in his career. He would just sit back there. But as he developed, he would slide more to try to create passing lanes. It's got to be a nightmare for <laughs> offensive linemen because you know what? I don't think people understand, right, Barrett? When you go back and you're sitting here like Brady and you're standing tall, you're back there in the pocket. These guys know exactly where you are. But exactly. when you're in and you're sliding like this to create passing lanes, dude, man, sometimes that guy will – he'll slide right into a sack. And you're looking like, well, where the hell did you come from? Yeah, and all of a sudden you look behind. Or you know what else, too, I've always thought? Ben, that's how you get your guys hurt because that's how you get rolled up on. Exactly. Because you don't know where he is, and you think he's over here. All of a sudden, you got alignment under you, and you guys get rolled up. I always thought he was a tough quarterback to pro to pass probe for. And think of this: the ball's supposed to be out of his hands, like one, two, three ball. The ball's supposed to be gone, and he's holding it, and he's holding it some more, and he's holding some more. And you guys, guys like Russ Grimm, offensive line, Russ Grimm, like, hey man, I know it's supposed to be a three-step drop. I know you just gave up a sack, but I know it's not your fault. But nobody else knows it. Uh, uh, you know, I got, I, I got, you know, the, the head coach, you know, BC, you know, Kyle snarl on that man. I'm like, yo, what are you snarling at me for? He just held the ball for freaking four seconds, and it's supposed to be a three step drop and throw the ball. He's, you know, back there and he's trying to play hero ball. And he's patting the ball, looking down the field, and you know, just like you said, he'll try to go over here to try to create a passing lane to get his guy open. And all of a sudden, he, he throws it and gets hit in the mouth. And it looks like it's my fault that he got hit in the mouth. No, throw the damn ball when it's supposed to go. And that's the problem. People don't, people don't see that aspect of the game. People don't see the aspect of the game that, okay, when he was running read option for those seven games, that defenses figured out how to stop the read option. What you would do, you would go ahead and – Crash the end down. That would take yep. the run back. So now, now that read is gone. The read, the run part of the read off the RPO, that's gone. They would scrape that linebacker around. You make that, them one-dimensional. Now that's keeping you from throwing the um the slant pass to the um I mean slant pass to the receiver because the linebacker sitting in your way. Oh, so now Jalen has to hold the ball and have to make something out of nothing. So now he looks inefficient because all right, he's holding the ball too long. He couldn't do the read option, but defense is caught up with it. And it wasn't until they changed all that that he became a better quarterback because they ran an offense around him. It's so many things you guys think that Jalen Hurts is not doing that you don't understand. He's being coached to do something, and when it doesn't work, now he's out there, you know, freestyling. But, but, but Barrett, I think it's the trust that they don't have in his arm. That's well, exactly. why. Exactly. I, 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 he, he may that too. have it, but like you said – when they were two and five, there's no question. They started turning that offense into one dimensional. They totally started taking the RPO away. And he was going down more. You saw him going down more yep. and getting sacked more, or him having to take off on first read stuff because he's still learning progressions. I mean, he's still looking for the first two progressions. Man, a pro quarterback in today's offense, somebody. Like Stafford or Kirk Cousins, I won't even give you the elite, elite guys. These guys know four progressions, and their screen game is always a major essential part. Yeah, they had no what screen really game. really got me, Barrett. How can the Eagles' screen game not be enormous when you're the number one running attack in the league? When you have the number one running attack, your play action should be the best in the league, and it wasn't. I mean – Throw it out there to Sanders. Get him out there in open space. Throw it to Devontae. Put him in the slot. 
your run game should be predicating your screen game, and it wasn't last year because they were so cookie-cutter one-dimensional because the quarterback was learning how to play. By the way, sounds like I'm ripping. It's not. I think it's what Barrett's saying. This is the way he was coached. Right, right. He was coached this way, and it made him look one-dimensional because, Barrett, why – I mean, can these backs catch? Do the Eagle backs catch any? I mean – they, Dude, you they, need, need Ryan Westbrook or something there that bro, can and that's take a problem. The back up the field. That's a problem. Like you know, Shady, said, you know, Shady could do that. But look at Stephen A. says, um, "How about when the, he missed a wide open easy passes, or he didn't throw it, he ran." You got to understand. The, you know, I'm not making any excuses for him. If he missed a wide open receiver, then damn it, he missed a wide open receiver. But you also have to understand this: that might have been his third read. That might not have been a play that you know he was supposed to have. You know. There's so many different factors on how the game is played that you, you they just didn't take advantage of completely as an Eagles team. They didn't take advantage of a lot of stuff. I mean, an awful lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Just like we talked about uh, in the Super I mean, in the Super Bowl, the first playoff game. The mere fact that they were running cover three. In the cover three, you say it all the time, you're going to have, you know, uh, soft corners on the outside. So why as an offense, why did we, are we trying to run the ball when they have eight people, nine people in a box? Take advantage of the, the cornerbacks that are, that are you know, five, what, 10 yards off the ball, run slants and stuff. They didn't adjust to it. Not just Jalen, but the coaching staff didn't call plays to adjust to that either. They didn't run slant plays. They didn't run comebacks. They didn't run dig routes that you could take advantage of cornerbacks playing so far off. I mean, you can run a dig route in, in cover three because everything is on the hash or the outside of the hash. The hashes are, are, are open all day in cover three. Just hit them in the hash. We, we just didn't take advantage of it. Absolutely. We didn't have it in our offense to call it, so they didn't do it. It wasn't in the game plan, so they didn't call it. Call the player, tell them to go to it. When he comes to the sideline, Jalen. He comes out, the quarterback, Jalen. Just like they were saying, oh, oh, he's can't read. They should have been like, Jalen, you got to throw the ball to the outside. What coach was in his face? That was throw the ball to the outside. That it's open. They're playing ten yards off. The court. I mean, the quarterback coach should said throw it there. Officer quarters should throw it there. Barrett, the inexperienced coaching staff, in my opinion, I don't know. I don't a know. inexperienced coaching staff on the sidelines, and the way they handled the players this year was a training wheel scenario, and. If you're afraid to get in someone's face and say, throw the freaking ball outside, it's wide open. Even if you're throwing a three-yard pass, it's one-on-one. Exactly. Let him go. Let him. He's going to pick up positive yards. What we don't want is hold the ball too long like you've been saying. All of a sudden, he, you can't read the first read. You're sacked. We can't have mi- You can't have minus yards in that offense. By the way, 252 said progressions. You learned that in high school. Son, you're wrong. In college in college, and in high school, you're told where to throw the ball. Yes. In the NFL, you have to know where to throw the ball once you break the huddle. Yes. You, how you move guys around is with your head. You're moving like oh, the quarterback will do this. He'll move a free safety like this over to the middle of the field just by going like this, knowing full well he's going to come back on the slant pass Guy coming across the middle, he knows, and it's a timing route. How many times do you see quarterbacks? They move safeties and secondaries with their head to create open space for their wideouts. There's yeah, more things exactly. to playing the quarterback position than what everybody thinks. You think it's just going back, seven step, throw the thing. That's not how it is. Everything you do, when Brady comes to the line of scrimmage, he goes like this. Okay, I've got Gronk here. There's a tight end. I got my tight end here, and I got my defensive end here. Is the linebacker going to cover him or not? He'll come to the line of scrimmage, and all of a sudden, as they're getting ready to go to the snap, he'll either say block or release, block, release, and he'll change it right there. How many times do you see Brady doing that? That's all timing and just knowing the game, Barrett. Yeah, well, I mean, just little things, you know, saying, all right, uh, Jalen can't throw uh, – um timing routes no Jalen can't throw timing routes because that's the timing routes when he has to throw the ball he's told to throw the ball there there's no reading in that there's no reading in timing routes when it's a timing route you throw the ball when you're supposed to throw the ball that's what a timing route is 
that's not the case. He's reading when you're reading stuff. That's when you, you have to, you know, go out there and, 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 and throw to receivers that, you know, aren't open, but you're going to trust that they're going to be open. Those are when you have to, you know, worry about that. Time and he's fine at time and slant routes, all that type of stuff. He can throw those comebacks. He can throw those. But when you get into your second and third read and you have to trust the window being open and it's not open, it's closed. Now you got to go to another read. That's where he lacks the ability to advance in this offense. So I think that's what they're trying to make him. I'm not look, I'm 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 just letting you know right now. I'm not trying to say that Jalen Hurts is a quarterback of the future. That 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 he, you know, he's 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 we shouldn't draft a quarterback. I'm just saying this. I don't believe that these quarterbacks that are in this draft right now will be any better than the crop we had last year. Huh? That's all I'm saying. Hey, we got a, 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 we got to take, they want us to take one break before the top of the hour. Uh-huh. So let's do that. Um, and we'll be right back here. I got some names I want to throw at you. And also too, I want to wrap up the middle here. It's been a lot of fun. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Dan Cilio back in three minutes. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Last segment of the middle. Why do I feel every time I think of Howie Roseman, I think of this? Bargain Shoppers, the blue light special <laughs> in aisle number three. That's what we it have is. The blue light special, aisle three, hand wipes are $1.38. $1.38 for the next 30 minutes. Blue light special. Thank you. You just you just can't you can't think that you can give everybody, you know, these one year prove it deals, man. You know, especially when a guy has already been proven. Dude, the no. guy's a defensive player of the year three years ago, and you're going to give him a prove-it deal? I'd be like this, bro. Bro, you need to prove it to me. You're going to contend again. Right. <laughs> I, I, I just I, – I don't know, man. I, I he, he obviously wanted the two years, and so the Colts gave it to him. 
Colts gave it to them, man. The of Colts are going to be a great team, I think, this year. Well, I, I mean, think they're going to be good, dude, and, and especially in an AFC where they got the defense and the offense and the running game, and now they got a, a true quarterback, quarterback in the building. Yep. They're going to be good, dude. I mean, their defense is going to be, you know, they just restocked. Rock your scene leaves. They bring in, you know, a guy that's definitely going to play at a high level. You know, you got to worry about that. Um, I mean, the offensive line, the guys are going to come back healthy again. Uh, you know, this is this their offense is going to be even better than it was the year before. You know what I'm saying? Even not even before Carson. You know, they're going to be even better now. That old man going to be back there slinging it, man. Oh, yeah. No, I think they're going to be 10 times better on third down. By the way, um, I would say this. Um, you looked so good today, man. You remind me of John Gotti. <laughs> you, look like, <laughs> you look like John Gotti at the hunting, the Bergen Hunting Fish Club, man. Right, right, right. Sipping right. on some, like, uh, cappuccino or, you know, just having Go a watch little the horses, there, man. a little sugar tablet in there. This, this, Absolutely, this, this, man. This is me. I'm going to watch the horses, man. I'm going to the turf club, man. That's what it is. I'm going to. The yeah, turf man. Club. No, you look good, man. You're gonna have yourself a cannoli <laughs> later on and everything. You're ready to rock there, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen. We'll be thinking about you um, this Appreciate weekend it. and early next week. And I'll tell you something too, Barrett. The thing that I took away from doing the show with you was a friend. No question, bro. No question. You got a you life know, for here, I bro. Mean, you got a life for here, bro. Hey, man. Me too, man. I tell you this, Barrett. I. You know, and I appreciate everybody that came aboard, but dude, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I met a friend that um, I'm going to have for the rest of my life because I just like, I, I could tell you're that kind of guy. And um, I'm thinking about you, man, this weekend. And I may, I may send you a couple text messages over the weekend. So it, if you're appreciate busy, it. man, just, and you, it's all good. Just want you guys you, know. Got the By the way, good luck up, on the new show. Yes, sir. Starts on Monday. I know you're busy, though, at the beginning of the week next week. Still starting a new show. We'll be going three to six as well, uh, going three hours. So, um, Barrett, don't be shocked because I'll be ha harassing Barrett to come on the show. Oh, we need harass. I told you we're going to have a little We're gonna have a little segment. We're going to transfer over. Absolutely. Maybe it's we'll get Morgan to Morgan, who's now our sponsor now, to uh, sponsor that segment for us here. And we'll both congrats, make Congrats, bro. Congrats. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Hey, have a great day, man. I'll be thinking of you again. Don't forget, later on today, 4 to 6, we're going to have the afternoon show. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the flip side. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. 
go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.